vibras. Cause we know the vibras. What is happening, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know the Vibras podcast. This is your host, Michael Carrasco. As always, accompanying me is the one and only Juan the Don. And today we have a special guest. We have a friend of the You Know the Vibras podcast, all the way from New York, from New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey oh, man, yeah. I thought you were in New York. Damn, we already <laughs> opened it. We already oh, opened man. it wrong, man. Yeah, Let me okay. rephrase that. A friend from the, of the You Know the Vibras podcast, all the way from New Jersey. Fabian from Oye Mi Gente. Let's go. What's going on? Finally, finally got my boy Fabian on You Know The Vibras. Uh, you know, I've known Fabian for, you know, quite some time now, you know, yeah. through Twitter. You know, there's a nice community, Dominican community, and Twitter. Uh, you know, we rephrase, well, you, you call it Dominican Twitter. It's its own world. Um, and I, I, yeah, I met, <laughs> I met Fabian through there. Um, basically in Dominican Twitter, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, debates, you know, a lot of bashing of Dominican men, unfortunately, and stuff of that nature, group chats, all types of stuff. And uh, I met Fabian through that platform and, uh, you know, I could say I met a, you know, great friend, you know, we, we were, you know, we chat every once in a while, catch up and, uh, you know, finally got him on the platform. So I'm glad you know, to finally see him. Although, uh, you know, we always talked about being in person eventually, you know, right. but eventually it'll get to that path. And yeah, but, uh, we were finally here. Fabian was good, bro. My brother, how you been, man? My brother, Michael, man. How y'all been? It's been a minute, bro. Yeah. Mom, man. Todo, todo man, bien, todo, todo bien. bien. Yeah. It's been good. You uh, <laughs> taking all this heat, man. I'm, re I'm ready for it to go down already. Gosh, Facts. Bro. Wait, so 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 before we get into uh, the whole uh, conversation, um, Michael failed this in the beginning. So I do want to touch on a debate really quick. Why is there beef between Jersey and New York? Why is that a thing? Because you, you put a face when he said New York. Nah, because my brother, it's low-key like, like the same thing where, where uh, somebody calling you Puerto Rican and you Dominican. It's like... Nobody ever told me you you were from Jersey because I, well, because a lot of the content is in a lot of the content is in New York, so I was like, all right, he's from New York, but nobody ever told me. So yeah, that's all good, bro. Come on, man. You think you think I'm gonna get mad about that? No, it's just like you know, it's like, hey, yo, my man's like, he's from Jersey over here, man. I love New York. I love New York. I like New York women, but Jersey, Jersey, word. No, I, I just wanted to see, because I have heard, and I see on your uh, channel as well, there has been verses between the two. Um, so I wanted to know if there was like a, a beef or a controversy behind that, you know, Jersey versus New York, because you had a ton of, you know, weird, crazy answers on that video. Right. Um, but now we're going to get into this. Uh, for, this is Fabian from Oye Mi Gente. Basically, what would you classify Oye Mi Gente as? As a talk show? Talk show, no. 100%. Okay, talk show. So a talk show, um, you know, based in, you know, the East Coast, um, you know, he's going to spread himself out throughout the United States soon, Which but, you know, way? he's on the East Coast, you know, basically Fabian, you know, is on the street asking people questions and a lot of that. So we want you to tell the people what you do and uh, how you started Oye Mi Gente. Uh, mi Gente, my people, my name is Fabian, the voice Pinego. Uh, basically, I'm... Uh... I guess you could say a media personality because I've been doing videos, speaking to people, interviewing people for getting close to four years now. And um, basically the way I started Oye Mi Gente was I went out to Coño. Like, my, my fault, uh, when you say started exactly, like, you mean like started like my first day starting or like the process of like getting it together? Like, just, just want to make sure. Um, uh, I mean, started in the aspect of like, basically thinking of the plan or, or seeing the vision of like, man, I want to start doing this. Like, or when did it become, you know, a thing for you to like, be like, Oh man, I want to go on the street and ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. what made you start and how, and then eventually how you started all your me hand. Like what was the influence behind that? You know what I mean? So yeah, my brother, that's funny. I've never been asked that question before. As you know, the viewers, man, we got great yeah, questions, yeah, man. Yeah, most definitely, my brother. <laughs> um, 
so no no combo shit. I guess you could say the inspiration was um these dudes, uh the minorities. I don't know if you guys know them. They basically do talk shows, también come they go interview people on the street, make funny content. And um entonces I saw them doing it. I saw how much fun they had doing it. And I was like, yo, you know what? Like Ain't nobody in the game, like, really doing it Spanish-wise. And I know, like, that's a void right. I could definitely fill. And not even just for the Spanish influence, but I just know, like, ain't nobody will do it the way I see myself doing it, kind of. Because, like, I feel like I'm a... You know, so when I'm a person, I'm a person where I can, I can visualize things. And if I can visualize them, like, to the exact detail, I'm going to do it. And I was like, yo, you know what? Like, a lot of people always... Uh, have told me in high school, oh, yeah, Mila, like, you should be on radio one day, you should do TV one day, lo que sea, paca, paca. but I never wanted to do those things until radio at one point, but then I was like, nah, that wasn't for me. And don't say, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get my little micro, microfonito. I couldn't get a camera at the time, okay, so I went to talk quiet, and then, yo, I was young as shit. Right, yeah. like, oh, so like, right, you know what? <laughs> Let me use my iPhone 10, y después yo me voy buscando en el internet to see, like, right, what can I really use? And like I said, uh, I use my iPhone 10. I got a little. I think it's still right there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> memories, memories, oh, man. Yeah, man. I got a little, little cosita to hold my. Oh, oh yeah, the little phone holder. Yo, yeah. Yo, this is how it started. No bullshit. No bulto on my mind. This is how you mean hit the story. I would go. I got this shit from Amazon for like 10, 15 bucks. Lo pongo el teléfono. Oh, a little light and everything, man. Oh, yeah. I, I have one on that. No, oh yeah, oh yeah. Give <laughs> me it. Oh, I think. Bueno, I had like a little cosito that would attach the light to. And that's how, yeah. true story. Okay. Like, okay. It would be just like that on top. And some people would be like, hey, yo, but like that light is way too strong. <laughs> yeah, man. So it all started more or less, como te digo, si. And then uh, what, what I wanted to do in the beginning, too, to make sure was like I wanted to make sure I had good, um, I, I wanted to make sure I had a distinct logo. Like nobody else in this world could say like, hey, yo, that reminds me of of that when they look at it. Hold on, let me get my, let me get my little thing right here. It's right here, man. Hold on. <laughs> and this man got, got he got everything on on the go, huh? Memorabilia. <laughs> yes, sir. Dominicano al fin, Fabián, tú sabes, haciendo de la de él en medio de una entrevista. Pero entonces, so when I got my little logo together with now, I want to make sure like that, I wanted to make sure that nobody in this mother mother effing world can be like, oh yeah, this reminds me of something else, man. Now I know people right, put microphones right. on their logos, but I wanted to make sure like, oh yeah, like nobody in their mother's gonna put like not only the DR light mark, nobody gonna put a platano on the on the globe, nobody gonna put because I'm half Peruvian, right. nobody's gonna put Machu Picchu on that bitch either. And I'm like, oh yeah, this should look original and dope as shit, man. Oh, by the way, I'm coming up with a new logo too, because we're going into my hey, so we upgraded, up. you feel me? Um, but yeah, man, so once I got most all of that started, the boy was just finding the person who would be down to help me. Um, y después para, tú sabes, learning to edit it, y después to push this shit out. But uh, believe it or not, yo, my first ever time going out to record, son, was the worst day of my life, yo, because like I said, like, <laughs> yo, yo estaba jovencito, and I thought I could do it off rip without even right. practicing. And I'm gonna be honest, though. I, I genuinely believe personally, like, yo, fuck practicing, just do it. Aprende así. No importa lo que tú pienses, aprendiendo, aprendiendo de la manera fea is the best way to learn anything. I give a fuck. Thanks. You learn better lessons Thanks. like that, and then you could really see, like, damn, like, what can I make sure I don't do next time? So uh, my first ever time I went out to record, it was like it was it was like on this little avenue that I grew up on, uh, majority Hispanics. So um, it's funny though, not too many people knew how to speak English, so. My first episode, it was in Spanish too, and they understood like, oh, oye mi gente, oh, dale, microphone, pasa, pasa. But uh, I got um, some people that kind of thought I was um, the, el gobierno, I was ICE, de que, no, no, right. que yo no hablo contigo, que, 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 and then um, a lot of people were just like looking at me, not even trying to be on camera. I think I only got like two people on camera that day. And I'm not going to hold you, man. That shit was, <laughs> that shit was so badly negative, man, that I did ask like quit for like three, four months. Because that shit just fucked <laughs> up. Bro. I was like, damn, bro, like this is my dream, man. Like 
This shit was supposed right. to go way more smooth than what I thought, man. But complete opposite, man. But um, I want to touch on that really quick, though. I want to touch yeah, on that yeah, really yeah. quick. Um, for many, you guys may not know. Um, Fabian was actually the inspiration behind the, you know, the Vibras on the streets. Yeah. And, uh, Fabian, as a good friend as he is, he walked me through the whole process, you know, what I needed to get for the mic, like the mic that he used, the attachment, like for the, uh, for the audio recorder, the audio recorder. Um, as you see the logo with the mic, uh, thing that he, the, I forget the name, the flag or something. That as well. Um, and like, you know, Fabian is talking about like, uh, basically you have to learn as you go. Cause it's something that's right. like, you really can't predict what's going to happen. The vibe of people that day. Um, if you're going to get, you know, people that's going to be down to, you know, answer questions. And, uh, Fabian, you know, he told us like, man, you just gotta, you know, just try it and see what, you know, what works. And, uh, we did struggle like the same thing. First day, you know, it was a struggle. Like you could go up to a hundred people, only a couple of people right. be down to, to it. And those few people might not give you the content you want. Mm-hmm. It might be right. dry. Um, so it's actually funny that you mentioned that because, uh, Fabian also gave us some tips on how to approach people. You, I don't know how you started with it, Fabian, but. Well, remember I used to tell you that we would like turn the camera on after people gave us the okay. Mm-hmm. What made you just start, you know, risking it all and just go up to people with the camera on already? You know what I'm saying? What what click what made it click for you? And where do you think that it shifted into you actually getting the results you wanted from that first time to like now? Um, one of my brother, that's a that's a big question. So when I first started Como Torigo, I was inexperienced, so I didn't know that, you know, there is a certain way to approach people and a certain way not to approach people. The way I shouldn't have done it was how I started, where I would just go up to the mic and be like, hey, listen, can I ask you one quick question? And then I would just usually ask them right there. If they were cool, they'd, they'd respond. If they didn't, then they would just be like, nah, I'm good. Or tell me to fuck off or whatever this shit. Mm-hmm. But then um, I learned, and I learned this from my cousin, actually. He was like, hey, listen, maybe before anything, you should ask them if they want to be on camera first. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't give the same vibe. And like, you know, what what happens if they say right. no already? And they're like, no, no, no. But that's why you got to, you know, uh, build a social awareness where, and I noticed that whenever I have my mic on me now, uh, at the experience I have now, like people will look at you from afar. They'll see you with a mic and they'll be like, like, like you can see it on their face. Like, oh, damn, like, I look, he wants to interview me because I want to see what's up. Yep. Or, yep. or you'll see like the straight, like the straight grilling face. Like, like, bro, this more dude better not come. Yeah. When you <laughs> see that, when I see that, I'm like, all right, I won't even come up to you. But when I see people that even have like a little peak interest, I try not to make it too obvious, but then I just be like, hey, real quick, would any of you guys be okay with being on camera real quick? Any of you, real quick, for one quick question. Either brother be like, oh, yeah, sure. So I'm like, okay, hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is this is Loom. Let me ask you one quick question real fast and then boom, ask him the question. If it's lit, to sabe, it's lit. And if it's not, oh well. Then we chop it up later, you know, to the garbage, man. But also too, I feel like I feel like this is something you learn is where you can learn how to how do I say this? Like you, you can tell Loki off rip if people are gonna be entertaining or not. But even the people who are not entertaining in the beginning. You gotta chop it up. You gotta you gotta act like you're the boy. Like you gotta act like like you the home like you the homegirl or whatever. If it's a female, like yo, like girl, like what's going on? Or like yo, my man's like I like the fit. Oh, where were you from? Doing doing like you know uh, build rapport, get super comfortable with them to where they'll be comfortable enough to like even be like shoulder to shoulder with you. Because that's something I kind of learned. Like you know how, how to get people to open up more is when they feel that level of comfort with you. Like they feel like they've known you forever and shit. And like oh yeah, wherever. Oh man, let me ask you one quick question. Paka paka. Right. But, yeah. No, I agree, man. And uh, I, I'm glad that you brought up that you learned how to kind of like be on the lookout to read people and see, okay, that person don't want to be on it. And I feel like that's when we try when we did it, that's one of the things that we were missing because we, we couldn't tell like whether or not people would be more open to let us ask a question or so even be on camera. But that that's pretty cool. And and that's something that I, I, I do want to ask. How long did it take you to recognize that? Um, I would say. Hmm, I would say after my sixth, seventh month, sixth, seventh month. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's, Wait, it's so. Right. right. Uh, so, Fabian, I do want to ask you this. Um, 
First, I, I need to go back, but I, I kind of want to stay on this topic, but I have to go back. I know people that don't know you. Yeah. Um, first thing they noticed was your distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that's part of the reason why you got into this uh, field? And uh, when did you notice your, or if you noticed you had a special voice? And also, is there any, were there any, you know, opportunities like voiceovers that you were presented with your voice? Because you have a distinct voice, man. I mean, we have to point that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure everyone tells you every time they talk to you and they don't know you. So uh, talk to us about that, like, uh, you know, realizing you, you had something special and also um, opportunities that came up after you realized that. Oh, yeah, my brother. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to hold you, my brother. I really didn't think it was special. He, like, I swear to God, like, until people told me about it, he, um, I'm just like, like oh, no, nah, like, I don't, I, I didn't think I could do anything with it, to, truth be told. But then um, I forgot kind of what happened. But, like, the moment, I guess, que yo reconocí, like, really kind of, it hit me like, oh, like, maybe I could do something with this was when uh, they were doing a fashion fashion show at my high school and um they had the mic because uh they were somebody was gonna somebody was practicing to be the presenter for that little fashion show to be like hey like ladies and gentlemen now we have the segment of los in media entrando on this in the stage you know that applause show and then i was like hey hey listen um can i just see that real fast like just see was real fast and i started i started playing with that sort of fucking with it and you just, I just kind of saw like everybody's neck break, and I'm just there. Like, mm. I'm like, all right, like no, it's probably because it's a random dude on the microphone saying some bullshit. And I, then I was like, all right, <laughs> let me fuck with it a little bit for real. And then I was like, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor, round of applause, get ready. And then everybody broke again, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay yeah, I, I'm kind of feeling this. All right, either boy, you know, I let that go because. Um, Long story short, I was in the fashion show, putting on that pita in high school, just fucking around. And people mm-hmm. came up to me like, hey, yo, like, you really sound like that? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I could be wrong, but yeah. And they're like, hey, listen, um, you should um, you should be the presenter for for the another fashion show. And I'm not going to lie, that was the first time I ever did that. So, of course, I fucked up, and I was nervous as shit, obvio. But um, there were some moments where I was, like, feeling good about it. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. I'm feeling this. I could do this. And this was the moment when I knew, like, oh, nah, this is legit for real. Like, maybe I could, I could do this, too. Before even thinking what you hinted was when uh, there was, a, there was like, a halftime show in the fashion show where it was Dominicans, Dominicano bailando, but, like, bailando como, like, dance choreography and all that. And, oh, we have Dominicans. So, like, hey, listen, like, let me, let me make some noise for you guys before you get hello, paca paca. So, me tiré, me tiré la bandera dominicana encima, the big drum one. to me I, f- I feel like i want to know at what age do you feel like was it like mid- probably high school would you say or, or yeah, i mean it, it started cracking when i was like 16 ish around there like cracking though like recién empezando and mm. then um that's crazy bro yeah mm. and then getting but when it got deep pause nah <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pause, pause, pause. So uh, when it got to that level, that was around, yeah, 
high school freshman sophomore year was when I think it like it hit like I see it like oh mm-hmm. shit yeah yeah around there. Mm-hmm. Word. Okay. Um. So yeah, I wanted to touch on that because I know people, like I said, that are not they don't know you. We're curious, you know, of the potential opportunities that were presented with that. You know, um, like I said, I think it's special. You know, because you you everyone's like you talk to a hundred people, probably only two are gonna have a voice like that. I feel right. Like. So uh, like that's like less. ring and that's like real probably even less like ring announcer like voice or like right. commercial voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. Also, really quick, uh, I'm going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, where the whole thing of you, uh, you know, on the street asking people questions. Um, how would you say you come up with the questions? Like, does it is it based on trends? Um, like, like what 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 gives you that vibe to ask a certain question that time of the? You know, what I'm saying like, where do you generate these questions from? Because I'm not gonna lie, we can agree that this is saturated. Um, field or at least at least the videos or talk shows or whatever on youtube are very like it's a lot of the same questions like the size matter you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. questions like that so (laughs) how do you how do you become you know distinct and kind of get your own like field you know where you're you know you're you're one of one like how do you how do you get to that point and how do you come up with those questions that make you that way to be honest it's, it's like like the way you said where um Get saturated, so a lot of people use the same questions. That that's kind of what I did in the beginning. You know, yeah. where there would be sometimes when questions would just come up to me on the fly out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I know I've never heard this before. I've never seen this question. Never seen it on YouTube, online. You know, but you know what, preguntando. But also too, I feel like at the end of the day, the most important part is uh is how you ask it and your energy because I feel like the most right. distinctive point blank period thing in this world. From me to you guys, from you guys to the Fulano, Prosimo Fulano, to anybody else doing what you guys are doing is your energy, how how you ask the question, how you speak to people, how you present something, your editing. That's something uh, I'm so grateful that I know I'm good at now because uh, I feel like that was definitely one of the most important parts for me, at least. I feel like was to make sure like my editing was different than anybody else's, or at least if it was similar, like, you, you're not seeing it everywhere else. And yeah, also like the way I ask these questions, my energy too, like, oh man, I'm so blessed that I know for a fact, like whenever people who are in the mood to speak to me, like when they get my brother, like, oh shit, like, all right, my man's like, what we doing, man? Like, yeah, my brother, let me tell you what we're doing right now. Get ready, man. Mama comenzar a see lo que sea, yo. So um, I definitely say that's definitely what I know separates me is the way I am personally and uh, my editing. That's what I say with select separate me from everybody else because you know like no combo shit i'm not a hater man but there's some people who do the interview course there's people that i do but they just throw the video on and that's it or they just throw the video and then put a meme right after and i looked at that shit even when i first started i'm like yo these motherfuckers is whack man like (laughs) this is so boring like and the people who they were who, who, who uh who they're speaking to are fun and even maybe that person might be fun but there's no love to it. It's just, you know, record and throw. And I understand right. when, you know, when the game started, like people did that in the beginning. But then I saw other cats, you know, putting edits on it, making it fun. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Right. I, I'm going to do something similar, but then I'm, I'm, I'm going to trick it my way. Make make it look mm-hmm. the way I make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, ta, ta, ta you, like I genuinely feel like it's important to, to truly be yourself in this game. And I mean that podcasting, um, what I do, Shit, wrestling at the city, man, or freaking singing. Like, as long as people could genuinely mm-hmm. know and feel like, yo, this dude is him, like, mm-hmm. not playing around, like, whatever you hear, what you see is genuinely that person, people fuck with that. Like, gente, word to mama, anything I love, people can recognize authenticity off-rip. If you right, fake that shit, they can tell. And especially right. if you're faking that shit, they won't fuck with you anymore because they're like, yo, this man's been a cornball. Like, why am I going to spend time trying to do this shit? But, um... I feel like yeah, at the end of the day, make sure you're authentic. Make sure if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it like other people, make sure you you do your best to make it your way, your version as much as possible. Um, whether you use you know your ethnicity to throw some hints in your work or the way you look or your fashion style, like I said, make everything mm-hmm. as close authentic to you as possible, and you should be good. Facts. Now that's a good point because I, I was watching uh, this interview. Uh with uh, Mr. Beast 
where he 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 talks about where it's like I don't care that other people copy my like the type of content that I'm making, but I just get mad when they when they don't add their own twist to it. And I feel like that's big, especially in your industry, having having that twist where it's like, okay, I can tell this is Fabian type of content mm -hmm. uh, or somebody, you know, is listening to it and they can tell uh, that it's you based on, on the way that, that you interact with the people. And that I feel like that's very important. Facts. Facts. Yeah. And that, I mean, even Google podcasting, man, that's that like we've been trying different things and that was that's been uh, the main thing for us. It's like, how can we make it us a hundred percent, you know, uh, not trying to copy like the way all the podcasters sound and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Thanks. And uh, it's a challenge. Now I do want to get into um, what has been like the biggest challenge you doing this type of, uh, this type of content, this type of work. Um. My biggest challenge, my brother, would be personally. Um, I'm not sure really corny about this, my brothers, but I personally now where I'm at now, I don't find anything challenging. The only challenging part, I guess you would say, would be uh, getting it out there to as many eyeballs as possible. That would be my only challenge. Okay, my kid, another like. I love what I do. This shit is so fun to me, bro. That right. Ain't no... Ain't, the only... Ch oh, no. You know what? Fuck that. But no. Challenge-wise would be when I... I speak to some... No. Challenge-wise would be where I'm editing something and I feel like... Because I feel like this happens to a lot of people who edit where they feel like what they have in front of them might be whack. But little do they know is just... Sometimes they just got to look, look at it from a different perspective. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like w with a lot of things in life, podcasting, music, look, they say like people forget that there's different styles to everything yeah. where just because it doesn't come out the same way you always do it doesn't mean you can't make it good in another way too, you know? Right. So, right. Um, yeah, my challenge would be that sometimes it's okay to switch it up a little bit, but make sure as, as, as well as you enjoy it though, don't, don't, don't just... Don't, don't just bullshit me. Make sure you enjoy yeah. it. But switch it up sometimes, too, because people people kind of like that, too. Like, oh, damn, this is different. I kind of like this. Right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, going back to what you said, I wouldn't necessarily say as many eyeballs, if not the right eyeballs. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you get it to the right group of people, then yeah. the content, it works for itself. Like, you know, people are going to share with the same people that enjoy the same type of content. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily just a, a big amount of people, like big group of people. And, you know, then next week they're not interested in, in what you post. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's more so like getting it into the right group of people. So more so quality over quantity. Yep, you know? So, yeah, we're into that. Um, I got a great question for you, bro. Because it's still it's still going to be about challenges in a way. Um, When would you or not when, but eh, yeah, when Um, or what? What time or when? you know, you out there asking questions, um, did you feel like, uh, how can I say this? Not, not, not that the person, like, not que tu te pasaste con alguien in the aspect of like, like, when did you get a bad answer? You know what I'm saying? Or like, did someone take an answer or a question negatively? If that makes sense. My brother, a bunch of times, bro. I kid you not. <laughs> a bunch of times, bro. Yo, no bullshit. I've been threatened, of course. Uh, what? Yeah, man. For real? Bro, yo, that's expected in this game. Like, you gotta well, I say, I say it's expected because you take the risk of doing it at night yeah, around like, drunk mm -hmm, people. Mm -hmm. Now, besides that, though, random people, like, bro, like, you genuinely don't know, like, there's some weird motherfuckers, man, where se presenta como normal, but then there are some stupid times, like, bro. But there was mm. times where, like, you could tell, like, like they was not right in the head. There's one dude who... Who came out of nowhere, like, uh, bro, he had a dirty shirt and everything. He tried to uh, offer me some bread. And I'm like, ah, right, you know what? He kind of looked a little funny. Let me, let me see if I, if I can make a funny content off that shit. Yeah. Either way, um, I asked him, like, bro, like, um, what, what's the craziest, what, Gordon, what is the craziest, craziest experience you've ever had? And he told me, like, some crazy, low-key, dark, personal shit. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. My brother, you know what? I'm going to let you write, man, but thank you so much for preaching it. Then he goes like, "Hey, bro, like you gonna you gonna you gonna put this on YouTube?" I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah, mm. I'm not gonna put it on no way." He goes like, "Bro, cause I'll kill you." And he takes out like his little freaking 
So why he answered? Oh, she don't like, like dying shit. And he goes like, yeah, I killed you. I'm like, no, no, don't worry, bro. We all good, man. And I just walk away slowly. Ooh. That's pretty much that. Damn, so you kept calm. Yeah, no, you got to keep calm. Yeah. One, you can't look like a, like a nana, straight up. Two, um, you know, I feel like, shit, what else can I do? Because, well, I'm going to risk my life because this cornball motherfucker thinks that, you know, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, I disrespected him when I know I did it. And then two, he got a knife on him, too. So, like, is my life really worth him saying some stupid shit, me possibly getting locked up if I do end up doing something to this man. And then, um, yeah, I just I just, I just, just make it make sense. But then, you know, God forbid, like, if somebody, like, out of nowhere straight rocks me, like, just boom, like, puños. Oh, I'm throwing hands. Yeah, yeah. Get him, right? But I'm like, right. um, if it's other than that, then nah, I'm going to just, all right, bro, like, go ahead, live your life. Where right, you? right, right, right. Yeah. Um, now, okay. And uh, so, I mean, I still have a couple more based on that because, uh, I'm going to say this statement. Yeah. <laughs> Fabian, you are low-key guilty of being the... Uh, how can I say this? You have ruined many relationships. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, some of your questions, uh, you know, yeah. to certain, uh, you know, people in relationships, I'd say, or even married, mm-hmm. uh, give they give a certain answer that, you know, may potentially end the relationship. But I'm sure... well. Hopefully the the other half hasn't watched them, but um, what would you say is the craziest response you have got, you know, from someone in a relationship or in general that you could think would be like, you know what I'm saying? They really surprised you like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Well, I'm not going to bullshit you. I I think, I think, I think we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. This woman broke, she had her, she she had her husband on her home screen and bro. Bro, <laughs> she was um. So, I'm sorry, bro, because I still find it funny. Yo, word to my mom, I know she got caught because she deleted her Instagram and everything, bro. Ooh, Yo, I know she got way. caught. Yo, but, um, something happened. Word to my mom, I never got her socials or none of that too, because that was during the time where um I wouldn't I wouldn't tell people about all your hint. I would just record them and then keep it pushing. Okay. Like, now, now right. I'm like, and mom, like, hey, listen, if you want to see yourself, follow me. Mm. So yeah, long story short, I go to this girl and I, and it was, at first the question was about OnlyFans. Like, hey, listen, would you be okay if your significant other started OnlyFans? And she was like, oh, he already asked me to be in there. I was like, oh, well, no shit. Wow, that's crazy. And then I was like, oh, keep, keep it, keep it PG. Oh yeah, got you, got you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I was like, miss, can I ask you one more question? She was like, yeah, go ahead. I was like, uh, yeah, wait, what was it? Damn, I even forgot. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, because I have it right here, legit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Legit, I got it right here. Don't trust women. Oh, no, I didn't even answer the question. She told me. She was like, hey, listen, right. yeah, is this on TikTok? And I was like, no, this is on YouTube. And then she goes like, damn, like, I'm married legally. And, bro, her friend, which is crazy, I think either she met Shorty that night or, like, that was her friend and she never told her that she was married, which, you know, you can't right. trust women, I believe. That's crazy. And then... Mm-hmm. She goes like, I'm married, and her friend goes like, Yo, what? What? What was this? And then, bro, <laughs> you can see in the video, she has the man on her home screen. Yeah. But it's like, Yo, that is crazy. Oh, but like I was saying, right? I never got her socials because I, right after I finished talking to her, I kept her pushing. She found me on IG, and on my mom, bro, she commented like, Hey, I was just kidding, lol. What? Mad, like mad dry like that, and I'm like. Oh, yeah, yo, not for nothing because, like, I, I, I was, I was bored one day. I was like, you know what? Because uh, my man was asking me, like, bro, like that chick, like she really had a man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yo, I swear to God, no bullshit. And then I went to, because uh, she commented on one of the posts that the video was there. So I already was like, I, right, I remember her IG. She commented, let me go find it. Pocket, pocket. She was gone, deleted. You know, so I'm saying, like, without a doubt, her man saw it, her family saw it, because I feel like. I feel like I feel like if women get caught cheating, they won't delete their shit. But I feel like if they family sent that in your way, then yo, they're gonna come at you. Oh shit, you feel me? So yeah, man. Wait, wait, so Perita, I'm a bit lost now because so wait, she had another guy on her lock screen or was it her man? No, it had to be her man. Had to be her man. So So what did so what did what did she do wrong? I'm confused. Um basically she said basically she said, um, Oh yeah, I forgot. Yo, that's the best part. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my fault, my fault, my fault, my brother. You gotta chop this up so so this makes sense. By the way, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So she 
she goes to me and she goes like, is this on TikTok? And I'm like, no, mom's on YouTube. She's like, damn. She tells her friend, I'm married legally. And then and then her friend goes like, really? And then she tells her friend, like, la, la she goes like, mm-hmm. but I can't let my man know I'm effing other men. And you're yeah. like, what? Oh. Yeah. That's what I was like. Yeah. That's what I told you to keep it PG. I'm like, bro, I know yeah. she says something crazy. Yeah. 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 Bro, like, I, I put this on my mind, bro, and everything I love. I was, I, I was genuinely shocked that, like, the room. The no remorse, cold ass, just straight vagabunderia answer like that. I was like, yo, yo, like, <laughs> that genuinely was when I started, I started trusting women like that. I know that's like, but like, bro, for you to say it just like that and you married, bro, that's Facts. crazy, bro. Like, Facts. oh yeah, wow. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so Man. would you say that was the craziest uh, answer you've gotten or crazy or craziest experience you have dealt with? While answer, uh, asking questions, sorry. Craziest answer without a doubt. Um, right. Without a doubt. That was the most raw ass answer. Craziest answer I ever got on me. Or you mean, actually, that's what that's what got me viral on TikTok. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. That's the one that got me viral on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, so her family and everybody's definitely saw that video, man. <laughs> Josh, oh, that shit was crazy, buddy. Crazy, crazy. Now, I. I I do want to ask, um, when you go out and record, how many, how many people don't make it to the video? Um, a couple of people, my brother, fucking, sometimes I have hope and I'm like, all right, this might be good content. But then towards the end, when I'm editing it, when I got it on the timeline, uh, I'm, I use Final Cut to edit and I'm just there like, even if I give it sauce, even if I give it love, it's just not going to be it. And I've learned my genuine lesson from that. And this is why a lot of people sometimes thought I've quit or whatever, is that I just don't have good content. So I wait until I have genuine, good, entertaining content, and then I give it that love and I post it. Because Man, every other facts. time I try to yeah, voice yeah. it, every other time I try to edit it and do my little love to it, it still work, it still work. So I learned yeah. that, you know, like, facts. like facts. Don't, don't worry, don't worry about too many, don't worry about people thinking you've given or worry about you genuinely enjoying the content, because my, I have a genuinely going to have a genuine uh, understanding, me at least, and I feel like most people who enjoy what they do in general is that if you are not enjoying the process, if you're not enjoying the editing, if you're not enjoying talking to the people, man, don't do it. Don't fucking do it because it's gonna come out exactly how uh, you yep. feel. Yep, so, facts. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. So nah, that's you- facts. Mm-hmm. And and you know what it is, we can relate. That's why I'm nodding my head and I'm like, because <laughs> uh, we have a lot of, well, not a lot, probably like two or three lost files that mm-hmm. we never posted just mm-hmm. because of that. Uh, one was actually asking questions as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We have another right. one that we never posted because it was just trash. It wasn't like, it. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't it. it was just the wrong crowd. You know what I'm saying? And, and we think the same way. Like, um, and that's why I think that we're distinct in the content community. Especially in the Dominican content community, I feel like we're right. up there, I, like both of us, like all of us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we value quality yeah, over quantity. Say. Like I said earlier, quality. um, because one bad video would mess up all the hundred, two hundred videos you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why not keep it on the same, you know, path that you're going? And always, people are gonna expect that type of content always. So why mess it up? Just be, just to put a filler, because that's a filler. Honestly, it's just a, a filler, like a, mm-hmm. something that fills the gap when you put a bad video out there. You know what I'm saying? That's why I repost content instead. Oh, yeah, mm, yeah. That's smart. Damn, you've done that? Yeah, yeah. My, my brother okay. went to my mind, and I thought the same way because your reaction was how I thought. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like you're gonna put like old stuff up, and then um, this dude who I interviewed when I first started uh, some. Um, Comedian called Marlon Webb. He's like, bro, mm-hmm. like, people, it, it's, it, don't worry about the people who've seen your stuff already. Worry about the people who have not seen your stuff. When you do, when right, you look at it like from yeah. that perspective, you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, weird. And like, and like, also he was like, yo, just make sure you don't put the same freaking video like right. you know, a, a couple of days apart it, or like a week apart. Like if it's right. like been more than like two, three, four weeks apart, then dollar. Like, fuck that. If you need to keep, if you need to use that to keep the momentum going. So I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yo, you're right, because then, yo, when you're dry, like, people notice that, and sadly, the reality is that you, you, you're never that special for people to look somewhere else for it, because, like, oof, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, something my boy told me was, like, bro, like, you're, you're, 
you're not only, you know, the drug dealer, but you're the drug. If you don't give these crackheads mm. their drugs, they're going to go to another club. <laughs> So I'm just there. Like, <laughs> we don't condone drug dealing. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's a real fact, bro, because if you think about it, like a lot of people who've fallen off, you feel me, it's because they stop. And when they're trying to come back, it's really hard because they've lost their core audience or then they've lost their source, you feel me? And that's something I, I've been kind of like fighting to get back into now myself because um, I had to take off a couple months. Because it's always it's always some bullshit, my brother. It's life, you feel me, man? But... I got a, right, I got a right. pretty dope job, man, that I'm able to not only do all me hint but that stuff as well, have fun with it. And now the time that I used to not have, because I would be working my ass off at like these other jobs, miserable jobs. And bro, now I got time. Now I feel good. My job lets me do exactly what I did for you, me hint And now I just got my, I got my, my momentum. I got my feeling back. And it's like, bro, like now we're coming stupid again, man. Right, right. Yeah. Nah, so let, let's let's get into that. Let's get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the job, you know, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, you got a beautiful, beautiful, big opportunity, I'd say. Yeah. Um, with a specific shoe store. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Kids Exclusive. Exclusive, you heard? Yes, sir. Yeah. I didn't even see the shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no Damn. Yeah, no corn That's hard. Yeah. Shout out to Kids Exclusive. Um, okay. not sponsored, but guys, shout out to the guys. Uh, if you do want to go support them, support them. You know they're good. Dominican uh, owned uh, brand or not brand store uh, where they sell a lot of Vivi retros and you know exclusive shoes. Um, and Fabian got the luxury of getting a job opportunity with them. Um, let's talk about how you got that opportunity and um, like how it presented itself to you. Uh, also, a quick shout out to Yanko. You know he he's doing. I love the content he does on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal guy. Uh, genuine, as you see, he okay. gives up and coming really? guys opportunity. Really? You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Jan Carlos. Um, you know, I, I salute what you're doing, man. Facts, my brother. Um, so the way I got it, believe it or not, bro, it was when it was when shit was going left and down. I mean, like me, like personal life wise. Not like I'm not gonna get deep in y'all, but it was when, <laughs> like, bro, I had to focus on you know making money to pay bills. Help family out, baka baka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just, I was looking for any job for anything, just uh, cause I was working at Amazon and that shit wasn't feeling it, so I was looking for for any other job, baka baka, baka majulara. And then um, I was just you know applying to everything on Indeed, some some quick shit to make some money. And um, right, right. It's funny cause the application that I filled out for them, cause that so the job position that they were looking for was live auctioneer. My fault, like live auction salesman. Yeah, there you go. Basically, they have a they have an account with the with this app called Whatnot, where they get shoes and they sell them on live on webcam, like the way we are right now. And we're like, hey guys, you know, we, we got a pair of retros right here for two fifty. Who's gonna take it? Who's gonna take it? Paka paka. And then uh, that was basically the job title that they were looking for that I filled out for. But I told them, when I saw it, I was like, yo, they're not gonna call me back because I just don't think so. And one, I didn't know, yo, what's in my mind? I had no idea, had no idea what Kiklusive was until I got this job. No Damn, idea they existed, no idea that any of that shit. And I mean this on my mind. And this is this this isn't the disrespect. Like y'all nah. like he knows that. I'm like, yo, bro, I had no idea y'all motherfuckers existed. <laughs> Cause I've been out yeah. the game too for a while. Cause I feel like, damn, like these shoes are mad expensive. Like, I'm not gonna right, be in this yeah. anymore. But anyways, so I go to the job interview and uh, funny, funny, funny true story too. I went in there suited up with a blue suit, red tie, and everything, looking like mad presentable, like looking like I was gonna be a lawyer. I swear to God. Because uh, I went to yeah. another job interview before that one. It was for Bob's Discount Furniture. And, bro, funny shit, that when I went <laughs> to Bob's Discount Furniture, yo, they gave me the job. They're like, bro, um, so you're going to be uh, one of our sales. Really? Floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to be making, like, at least $60,000, 50 lowest, depending on my drive. But I knew I was going to kill it if I was to get that job because I'm a very people person. Or, I'm a very people-oriented person. And mm-hmm. then um, I, I, I knew to myself, I genuinely knew I was gonna be miserable. I genuinely knew, like, bro, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not be to work another miserable job where it takes up most of my time and I can't do all you need hint there either. Because I think on my mind, bro, and everything I love, my genuine passion, shit that keeps me happy in this world, fulfillment wise, is this thing right here, bro. Everything else means garbage to me. Nothing else fulfills me, brings me up the way this thing right here does. So once they, off, once they, once Bob's discount furniture gave me the job, and then uh, I was like, ah, right, you know, I appreciate it. Um, I'll let you know in a day because I have another job interview. And it was for the Kiklusive mm-hmm. one. But again, I never knew about Kiklusive. 
I was just mm-hmm. pulling up to job interviews that day, and I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm going to look at pasta, but most likely it's going to be about this come furniture. Like, if you need a bed, let me know. I'll hook you up. I'll get you that <laughs> right. real quick deal. Like I said, you need, you need that bobble pedic, tempurpedic furniture shit. I got you. <laughs> man, then, that's uh, what I need, man. Yeah, yeah. And then I go to the store, yo. And again, I never heard about Kid Clusive, but when I go in there, I'm like, oh, it's like a sneaker restore store. Okay. I'll throw, that's what's up and shit. Because uh, they have two locations. They're actually opening up a third one in New York now. But um, so I go in and then um, they were like, oh, bro, yeah, you got to come to the back. All this and that. And um, so I sit down, talk with this guy named Demir. He's the operations manager for Kid Clusive. And he goes like, yeah, man, you know, uh, so this is the job position. Paka Paka is what you could be doing. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was just there like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds pretty good. But in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to take this job for, for, for the pay. And then uh, because of what I was going to be doing. Because I was going to be making way more money at Bob Discount. And that was where my focus was at the time. Like, let me make some more mm-hmm. money. Common sense shit, right? And then uh, they were like, hey, you know, you got a really nice voice there. Aside, all jokes aside, just not for this job. But you'd be a good fit for this job. But you have a really nice voice. And then... The guy, uh, Amir, he started asking me, like, hey, listen, you ever done anything else before? And then um, I told him, like, yeah, I did a couple things. And on my resume, too, because uh, I used to be a master of ceremony uh, where uh, this job, this, like, little little concert where I would go to events, be a dude on the mic. I did a couple of those, but it was only a couple, not, like, a lot. And then uh, mm-hmm. I also played off my, my little high school thing. Like, yeah, you know, master of ceremony in my high school, too. So that's where I got the experience. Bullshitting. Bullshitting. Straight the fuck up. <laughs> Bro, anything I got to do to get that job, fuck it, right? Like I said. And mm-hmm. then um, and then I kind of, I forgot what happened, but they told me, hey, you know, by the way, we do social media too, and your voice sounds like you'd be good on a video that we do. Because he was like, we do skits and stuff like that. He showed me. And then I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, we talking. Yeah, so then I'm like, yeah, you know what? Just to let you know, I've actually got my own talk show called Oye Mi Gente, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. hey, my people, okay? El tipo, he's African-American, Moreno, he doesn't understand Spanish, so like, which means, hey, my people, he goes, like, oh, really, what do you do? I'm like, well, I go to people when they're drunk and they would never normally answer a question sober, and then I get back, and then I make it funny. And he goes, like, oh, let me see. So I started showing him, like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, go ahead, check it out, right over there, and then not for nothing, but they see my numbers, and then they see the content, and they're like, oh, like, this dude is legit. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, this genuine, this genuine what I love to do. This is my passion. And, right. you know, funny enough, right, while I'm doing that, Yanko me pasa, el dueño, Jan Carlos, and um, I, I, kid, I kid you not, I'm a mom, bro. I had no idea conclusive. I didn't know none of these people. <laughs> so, yo, I genuinely thought he was an employee. No. Yeah, I swear to God, I swear to God. So, like, I'm not going to hold you. If you first meet him or if he doesn't know you like that, he'll just walk past you. Like, like you don't, you're not even there. So, that's mm-hmm. the vibe I got off, off him. So, I was like, all right, bro, like. I don't give a shit, but bro, like, do me a favor, man. You, you mind looking at this real quick? And he looks at it, and like, Matt Cole, like, oh, that, that's what's up, bro. In my head, though, I'm like, fuck this motherfucker, man. Like, what's fuck yeah. this? It's fucking great. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but anyways, though, I don't know where then Amir goes like, yo, bro, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, like, yo, you're, you're our guy. Like, you can mm-hmm. definitely do this. Like, bro, you're the guy. And like, bro, you know, we'll give you, we'll, we'll give you decent pay, not only with whatnot. Uh, with with the with the live auction page, but hey, listen, if it were to work out, well, you could be our social media coordinator, do content for us, then you know you get a little bit more money. And bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro, the shit he was saying sounded so sweet, but to the point where I was like, nah, nah, this might be like too sweet. Like, uh, I don't know you guys like that. Like, I don't know if this would be yeah. good or real. And then I got a then I got a guaranteed decent, genuinely decent paying fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollar paying job waiting for me over there. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll let you guys know, but thank you so much, man. Hey, bro, después me voy, me voy para la casa, bro. Um, the dude that bought this kind of furniture me llama me. And, bro, mm-hmm. I kid you not, family. Like, I was like, yo, you know what? I might regret this, but fuck it. I told the dude, like, hey, uh, his name is Yahia. Damn. This kind of like, hey, brother, I genuinely appreciate the offer, man. But I got wow. a good job position where I'm able to do what I actually enjoy doing, man. But thank you wow. so much for and he was like, hey, not a problem, man. You know, go follow where you feel your heart is. And then uh, if you ever need anything, let me know. Long story short, though, I know, like, if I, God forbid, anything would have happened, I'd get a guaranteed job at Bob's Discount Furniture. That's how much they spoke to me <laughs> at the interview. But, mm-hmm. yo, by the way, when I tell you that I <laughs> I pulled the dumbass move where I told the Bob's Discount that I'm going with the other job, bro, kick closer, Amir, these motherfuckers didn't even tell me I got the job. 
I just told the the dude above discount that I'm not gonna take the job because he was calling me so much. Mm-hmm. But bro, yo estoy esperando una semana because Amir, the hiring manager, goes like, hey, listen, we're gonna let you know in a week uh, to come in. But I'm like, you're gonna let me know in a week to come in or if I got the job. So right. like, even if I'm not making mad money, I know like I have something to pay my bills. So what you doing esperando for like five, four, a week, man? And he goes like, hey, listen, come in today. And I'm like, yo, okay. So I don't know if I got the job yet, but fuck it. At least I know I'm going in and they'll, they'll have to pay me for whatever while I'm there, right? Because I'm not going to not get paid. And then um, ya comenzó la cosa where I was starting to get to know a couple of those fellas. Then I happened to find out that Yanko is the owner. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> yo. That's what I swear to God, bro. Like, like, once he gave me that phone back, like, I have a problem, bro, where, like, and I try to hide it for real. Like, where I show my, I got, like, my heart in my sleeve, at least see, like, you can see how I'm feeling on my face. When he gave me the phone, I'm like, all right, what the fuck? So I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, but the way, um, how I got, oh, for them, I'm ranting too much, right? When I got the job, job, social media coordinator, um, would be when I posted a couple, I recorded a couple of content with the fellas in the store, and the owner saw it, and he fucked mm-hmm. with it. Like, yeah. Carlos, Yanko. And then he was like, he was like, yo, bro, like, like we need this. Like, like this is kind of what we need. And I'm there like, well, fuck it. This is definitely what you need. Let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I'm with it. Like, let's do it, gang. And then, um, so right after that, he kind of basically told me, like, bro, like, you know, if you keep doing this, man, then, bro, like, th- this will be your territory. This is what you do. Um. Really, really quick uh, before we start wrapping up, um, I-, I was thinking when you was on the dialogue because the dialogue, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, or you were talking about Bob's furniture and the decision to, you know, cut not cut ties with him, but like tell him maybe this opportunity isn't gonna work for me for now. But I found something else, you know, taking a of, that leap of faith. Well, taking a leap of faith, and um, sometimes, yeah. well, more so, uh, sometimes the the price or whatever you're getting paid in one situation although it's more than another mm-hmm. sometimes taking less could be better and let yeah. me say why because um the the people you're running into i mean you're you're meeting artists essentially in the job you're in now you know what i'm saying and and you know your your face is getting put out there even further now yeah. and eventually it helps grow oyemi gente although yeah. you're not putting content out for oyemi gente because the brand is building, you're build, you're you're growing. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to say that you know, not always is you know more money better. Because mm-hmm. I mean, eventually we all do want to get paid a lot, but yeah, sometimes yeah. if it's better for you and what you're doing, you know, on the side. Say for instance, if you have some sort of business, um, not necessarily say you have what you meant to say you have a, a clothing brand, right? And you get to wear your shirts on this new opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Where you get to promote your, your, your brand. Mm-hmm. It helps you in the long run as to if you're in Bob's furniture, you're going to pay more, but you're not wearing your stuff. You know what I mean? Or people are not seeing your stuff. Yeah, so man. I just wanted to touch on that really quick before we wrapped up here. Nah, most definitely. I told this to, to, to this young kid who actually works in the company. I'm like, bro, the most valuable, the most valuable thing you can do starting off with anything any career-wise that you genuine that you genuinely want to pursue, whether mm-hmm. whatever career-wise uh, career path that is, is uh, make sure you're able to position yourself in a place where you can genuinely benefit the most out of it, even if it's not the best financial decision-wise out of it. Because literally, my brothers, if you think about it, anybody who's gotten that one connection, that one opportunity to really explode, all came from positioning at the end of the day mm-hmm. positioning okay you know say example say like say I, I i could i could know um the owner get closer but had i like i could know him i could speak to him paka paka he would i'm pretty sure like not in a bad way but he wouldn't go out of his way to put me in a better position now i positioned myself in a place where i can benefit but also get his brand to a better position. So because I'm doing that for him, he's like, damn, you know what? Now let, let me hook my man's up. <laughs> Boom, like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm not right. saying that's happening immediately, but everything is positioning. Everything's positioning. So focus that's more good. on that and less on the financial. But depends. Nah, but fuck that. Positioning is everything. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever you yeah. got to do to get to where you got to go, man, go for it. Fuck Facts. everything else, man. I'm on my mind. Facts. 
Facts. Nah, I agree. I agree 100% with that. Another question I wanted to ask you, bro. Um, For Oye Mi Gente, there's a certain thing that catches the ear and the eye of everybody listening. And it's the infamous Fabian <laughs> in the intros of your videos. Is like where where did that come from, bro? I'm I'm curious. Like how and what made you grasp that? Is that your mom or who who is that voice and and how did no, that become a thing? It's a doña. That's Mama Dukes, man. Um, <laughs> so when I was first editing with me hint, and I was finding out like, and this is this was my biggest issue when I was starting was trying to find my identity. True story, because when you start anything new mm-hmm. like that, I feel like that's the greatest biggest challenge where you're able to identify differently. From everybody else who's doing the same thing you are. So I was editing one day and I was like just learning how to more or less edit, learn how to how to deal with all the transitions, uh the custom custom lights, etc. the sound effects. You know, I saw this one effect called um, Doppler or Echo, something like that. And then um I was fucking with it when I put it on like a song or like an audio, and it kind of like echoed like Echo, 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 man, you're like there. And I'm like, yo, I'm half Dominican. The show is called Oye Mi Gente. We need, we need to give something that, that intro, that entrance to what they can expect, even if they don't know it. So then I was like, me doña, me doña, por favor. And she's like, que And I'm like, me doña, tome por favor. You can do me a favor and just scream, Fabian, no as loud as you can. <laughs> we took like two, three texts and she's like, Fabian. And then I took that audio, I put it on the timeline, I took the, the sound effect, lo tiré, and yo, that shit hit. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> this shit is fire, son. Yeah, facts. Con el sonido with the little in, yeah, the song yeah. in the back. Ding, ding, ding. And the funny shit too, my brother, is that before I found the sound effect, I found that little, that little, um, that little sotitulo thing that would make the words come from the screen, like one from one from one mm-hmm. from after the other. So I kind of had the idea, but didn't really have the finished product yet in my head until I found the sound effect. Then when I found the sound effect, sound of fire, I got the subtitle, sound of fire, put it together. I'm like, yo, this shit looks fire, son. Like what? Yo, and then, but yeah, but that's basically how it happened, man. Nah, that's happen. fire. Now nah, that's fire. I always wanted to know because... Uh, that's something that I feel like catches everyone's attention. And I always wonder, I'm like, man, where's the video? It, it felt like you did like a prank to her or something and she got like, yelled your name, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so man. I was curious, what was the origins of the infamous? And would you say that's your, I mean, that's not a slogan, would it be? Nah. What? What would you, what would you phrase that? Like a sound It's a sound bite. It's a sound bite. Sound tag. Okay, because I feel like that's something that when people hear that, they know it's Oye Mejante. Yeah. Uh-huh. True story, where, where, nah, all right, yeah, that's good, that's good, yes, sir. Now, well, we're just gonna we're gonna end it right there. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you uh, for coming on, you know, to you know, the Viva, that's Fabian. Um, I appreciate both of you guys, man, Michael, Juan, the Romero, my brother, I appreciate nah, you, yes, sir. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's mutual, bro, you know, it's mutual, um, you know, and I'm, I'm sure hopefully you guys, you know, if you're into content creation, you could take something away from this, learn from this. You know, also, if you're just, you know, someone that enjoys watching content creating, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this video. I wouldn't necessarily say interview because, you know, we're boys, but I know at least Lord. meeting a deeper or more personal side of Fabian, Fabian, as he says, uh, <laughs> that you guys can meet, you know, because, I mean, he doesn't necessarily uh, talk about himself in his own videos. <laughs> right. no. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. Um, now nah, I really appreciate you, bro. And and if you guys are from are here from Oye Mihenta, I appreciate you guys coming to listen to, you know, us and giving us a chance to uh, you know, entertain you guys in some fashion. Nah, my brother, Oye, thank you guys, man. I really do appreciate it as always, bro. We hate them forward, man. Rock with you know the Vibras podcast, one of the dopest freaking podcasts <laughs> on YouTube, Twitter, IG, the Tola. Check them out, man. Much great content, super dope conversations, man. Check them out. Where's my mind? Yes, sir. Amen to that. Amen to that. Any any well, last well, words? We, any last words? Yeah, any last words? Um, trust in God. He knows He knows exactly what he's doing. When it feels like hell, it's because heaven is right around the corner. And, man, listen, man. You, you miss every shot you don't take. 
a couple of, a couple of failures is so much less painful than a life of regret. So follow mm-hmm. what you love, do what you love. God's gonna rego- God is gonna take care of the rest, man. But believe in God most more than anything. You believe in him, he'll take care of you more than better than anyone. So yeah, man. Amen. Follow your heart, follow your passion at the end of the day. Amen to that. Amen to that. With all that being said, make sure you guys like the video. Uh, if you're listening, make sure you guys are leaving a rating or a uh, what's the other thing? review? Yeah, or a review. There you go. I always forget about the <laughs> the audio side of things. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you stay updated with the latest and news coming from the You Know the Vibras. And as always, make sure to subscribe, subscribe, and, and let's vibe. Let's vibe. <laughs> Peace. Make sure you follow us, Fabian. We're gonna put his stuff in the in the comments or in the description, whatever you guys want to call it. Make sure you follow Yumi Hante and uh, Fabian. His personal and yes, also sir. his, his uh, business page, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it's kind of is mixed, right? It's kind of yeah. mixed. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, <laughs> All right, we're gonna have it in the description. Make sure you guys follow and subscribe to all Yumi Hante and to Fabian. Peace. Hablamos. Hablamos el martes. Peace. Bendición, my brothers.